0: is ZPM. I'm Teresa.
1: And I'm Lenny.
0: All right. Last week, I brought up that Dragon Con is the best con. Yes, you did. Agree or disagree?
1: No, I agree. I agree. I've been to Dragon Con, Big Apple Con, and New York Comic Con. I love Dragon Con.
0: I've also been to Rhode Island Comic Con, which is very good. But Dragon Con is by far and away the best there is. Yeah. It's so fan friendly and I can't wait to go back. Like I can't I can't wait.
1: Will it be the same though, you think, because of COVID?
0: Um, I think so. Uh it's for as crowded as it is, it never feels quite that crowded because they do spread it out all over downtown Atlanta. So it's not,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not like San Diego where it was like all in that convention center and then they like try to get some of the baseball stadium involved. For the overflow. But right out of the jump, Georgia books it all, all the things across five hotels. One hotel is dedicated to like that celebrity, like autographing and selfie station. So that's the only thing going on yeah. in there. And then the authors and the merch people are at that weird dirt mall.
1: Yeah, the two times I've gone to Dragon Con, I've had a good time.
0: I just can't believe how fun, like, it's always just so much fun. I, I was yeah, like, the last time I was there, I got annihilated and I was, first of all, I sat outside on a veranda and I was still a smoker at the time. So it's just like an old wizened woman smoking a cigarette with a cocktail handing out like relationship advice. Oh,
1: I think the, the first, the second time I was there, they had, they started a uh, speed dating. Like nerd speed dating. So it's me, Darren, and Lisa. And we're like, you know what? This is the first time we've been speed dating. Let's all get hammered and go. So we go there. We got drunk. And oh my God, it was ridiculous. Oh
0: my God. What did you, um, how were the people you were talking to? Were they like.
1: Some of them it- were cool. Some of, some of them were a bit, you know, strange because, you know, the social interaction was a bit much for them. Right. But I think but well, it was mostly like the staff cuz a lot of people were too shy to do anything, but we were just drunk off our asses and we were just like, "Let's do this."
0: We I I brought uh we had rented a house uh because now it's the time of Uber. So we went in I want to say 2018 because yes, mm-hmm. we, it was definitely 2018. is the last time we went. And uh so drunk me is walking down the hallway. And uh, Peter Capaldi starts walking down the hallway.
1: What? The
0: look on my face. I went like the hand in front of my. And I'm like a 40 year old adult woman. Like he's my peer. And I'm like. (laughs) I like just. I like couldn't deal with it. And he was like. And he looks at me. (laughs) Like having the mouth. Like trying to keep it together. And he's like. Come on. And we took a picture together. So the picture he and I together is I am blind drunk. Like just insanity.
1: Mm-hmm. I met Edward James almost drunk. That was, that was fun. I met him at the bar. That was, that was, that was an experience.
0: I don't remember I bought him a drink. Oh, that's cool. I, it's like my dream yeah. to meet somebody at a bar. So I guess, I mean, technically, I guess it, that's the only celebrity I've met in the wild. But he was absolutely not at Dragon Con because, like, he was passing by. <laughs> like,
1: like,
0: like I've never seen anybody at a bar or in a deli, and I live in bloody New York, and I still no. haven't seen anybody in a deli.
1: No, my best celebrity interaction was when remember Icon when yeah. Icon was a thing. I do. Yeah, remember. I think it was like either the first or second Icon I went to. I was sitting there having lunch and Ted Raimi walks up and he was like, hey, can I sit here? And I'm Ooh. like, yeah, sure. So I was speaking to Ted Raimi for a good like 40 minutes about Xena. It was great. Xena and Darkman and all that stuff.
0: Uh, Danny, boy Dan, he got uh, he, me mm-hmm. his autograph as a, as a little uh, gift to me. Oh, yeah? I still have it, yeah. Because uh, cool. Sequest, hello. such So huge <laughs> on Sequest and Danny knew it. And he was like, what a nerd. <laughs> what kind of nerd do you have to be for other nerds to look at you and be like, What a nerd? <laughs> <laughs> Dad, that's what
1: C-Quest. you got for me
0: Sequest. Sequest, because like,
1: every, every, Everything circles back to Sequest, man.
0: Uh-huh. You bet your bottom dollar it does. I love Sequest.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, the was it boys for me. all
0: over that Sequest, all over this story
1: yeah. Sequest was it for me, that and Earth 2. I enjoyed Earth 2 a lot. Oh
0: my god. Earth 2 is my awakening to a very powerful love for Clancy Brown.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it ended on a cliffhanger too, man.
0: Yeah. That show was real good stuff. And that's like a lifelong love of him. And when he was on Carnival, uh, Clancy Brown, and he was uh, the bad guy. Oh,
1: he was was brother uh... Justin brother justin yeah
0: oh that kicks off a different kind of fantasy doesn't it
1: about the clergy mm. <laughs> <laughs> i always see him as lex Luthor.
0: okay right about and the that.
1: kurgan obviously
0: well yes he's also the voice of mr Krabs. <laughs> <a> yeah little... <laughs> that's true <laughs> isn't he a pile of fun I'd love... i would love yeah i've never met him i'd love it to meet him
1: oh i don't know what i'd do if i met him <laughs>
0: He was also Marconi in John Dies at the End, which if you haven't read or seen, do that.
1: I haven't seen John Dies in the End.
0: It's so good. Did you read the book?
1: I didn't even know there was a book. Oh, my goodness. Like
0: based on a book, a book series, even. Hmm. Uh, David Wong or Jason Parjan, he's the author of those books.
1: Okay. And
0: uh, the follow up is, this book is full of spiders. And what the hell did I just read?
1: I read a couple of odd Thomas books, too, before I saw the movie.
0: I tried to read those. I didn't care for them.
1: They're All right. I mean, uh, the, movie, the movie was entertaining.
0: The book for John Dies at the End is much different than the movie.
1: Oh, yeah? Okay. But
0: the movie is dynamite. And there's a meat monster in it. That's just in the beginning. <laughs> there's a prime cut meat.
1: I'll have to check it out. Do it.
0: What we, gonna we went to Dragon Con. It was the bloody best, and can't wait to go back. John dies at the end. I want to meet David Wong very badly. His real name is Jason Fargen, but uh, mm-hmm. he had a. He founded Crack a long time ago. He doesn't work there any longer though.
1: But he founded it. Okay. He did.
0: Well, like he didn't find that found the magazine or anything like that. There was like the magazine and then they were online for a bit and he was doing uh, a different kind of like back when message boards were message boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was doing one of those and then came in and, and like refounded crack. Maybe that's a better term. Like refounded the tradition. Okay. And so that's what he did. He did uh, I've met.
1: I also met Phil Lamar from Mad TV. That was a fun. That was a fun. Uh, one.
0: I love it. Yeah. That I feel like Mad is underrated
1: as far as like people's love of
0: sketch comedy goes.
1: Yeah, it was good. I used to watch it instead of Saturday Night Live for a while for like the first two seasons. I I say don't a lot. Like don't <laughs> don't look what
0: I can do. <laughs> I do that a lo- like a lot, <laughs> and I'm like this sketch show is just slink
1: away from people and go, duh
0: I do do that at work. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that show was a hidden gem man,
0: truly, truly, and uh, if you like sketch comedy, then watch Auntie Donna because that is a very good sketch comedy show on Netflix. what's it called auntie donna
1: auntie Donna okay
0: they're um they're Australian, so. And the and it, it's produced by Ed or Egg Helms, as the case may be. Uh, okay. So, like, you would think that they would try to like act, like acclimate their comedy to an American audience, but they don't. But they don't.
1: I, I I like when shows when shows do that when they're like, no, we're Australian, we're not American, we don't have to acquiesce to an American audience. They either get it or they don't.
0: That is exactly what's going on there. But because I listened to the Weekly Planet, which is another Australian um, podcast, they I understood a lot of their references because that kind of stuff gets winds up being pointed out either uh, through yeah, social uh, media to with the other fans or through the hosts of uh, the Weekly Planet, which is Mister. I listened
1: David. to a couple of the yeah I listened to a couple of this stuff, but I also listened to um what's it called Caravan of Garbage. Yes, that is them. Um... I, I, yeah, I, I, oh, that's them? Yeah, that's, uh, that's the weekly planning
0: guys. Mr. Sunday Movies okay, and Nick yeah. Mesa. Yeah, cause
1: it's I Mason. love them.
0: Oh, me too. They have a Facebook group called, uh, The Great Mates, and that is where fans of the show hang out together and be great mates. Okay. And Auntie Donna is, um, in, not in association with, but like in the, in the, like, Venn diagram there's a lot of overlap there
1: of australian comedy yeah
0: yeah yeah So that'll listen everybody aren't we glad to talk about it there's another man named funny enough michael shanks that does something else like cinematography or something uh that mr sunday movies had done an interview with but then like he got a whole bunch of messages asking if they meant if he meant uh michael shanks from stargate from from Stargate? (laughs) stargate <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, but you should interview him. I don't know, like he might be a little too young and might have missed the boat on Stargate. It's it's hard to tell.
1: You know what you just did? You kinda did a segue.
0: I mean it's yeah. hard it's hard to get into the opening scenes. Uh we're doing episode twenty two, season finale of season three, Nemesis. Big opening. Daniel has appendicitis. I wrote down Daniel is in sick bay. Because I don't know how to refer to anything else. And they should refer to it as such as well. He's having his appendix out. Oh, Daniel. He doesn't want to go to fish at Jack's Lake.
1: <laughs> well, he, he, he yeah, he wanted to go and like get up off his feet. And then he's like, hey, you want to go fishing? He's like, uh, no.
0: It's funny to me that Jack is like, because of your scar. And Daniel's like, no. Nah. No, like it's not your pain, man. You can show him your scar. It's okay.
1: Seriously, it's not that intimate.
0: <laughs> so funny. That is just such a funny, silly thing. Sam's doing some necro experiments, you know, for funsies. Like he would. <laughs> I mean, that that is within her character,
1: so she would do that.
0: She would do that, and I wrote that is why they don't date again because. Jack was like, why don't you come do something fun instead? And she said, This this is fun to me,
1: sir. Yeah. But you have to but what about the whole uh, Sam and Janet thing? I'm sure Janet isn't happy. She wants to spend a spend some days with uh with yeah. Sam and she's there to run experiments.
0: Right. So like, yeah, he's he's like, Do you want to go bore your ass off at a lake somewhere? And she's like, "Now nah, I'm gonna do science and stuff because that's
1: what I'm, I'm about. gonna." I'm gonna catalog. I'm gonna catalog the decay rate of Naquita in this equipment. I'm like, "Why? Why?" Oh. they
0: walk out. Well, Jack walks out into the hall, and he gets Asgarded up before Sam can finish building that sexual tension that she's working so hard on.
1: Mm-hmm. And she sets the alarm off.
0: He's like, "Do you want?" And she's like, "Well, I don't." And I don't know. Oh, sure. But... Oh,
1: where'd you, oh, where'd
0: you, you go? go. <laughs> uh, it's Replicators Day! Whee! That's the cold open. Because Jack, like, one of the Replicators crawls across his chest, and that is horrible. And he does the... Ew, ew,
1: ew, ew, ew get it off me!
0: Yeah, ew. I feel like that, too. I mean, uh, why is it going to be spiders, man? Like, Indiana Jones hates snakes? Why you got to make it spider-shaped? That's, that's rude. It's foul.
1: Mm, yeah. Uh,
0: we're back in the opening sequence, and Thor is there, and he's dying. Oh no! I thought he died right then and there.
1: Yeah, me too. But no, he was just unconscious.
0: He's just unconscious. Um, he tries to um, tell death that he's dying, and that the re- I have to go get the charger. The replicators are the enemies. That uh, the Asgard had mentioned previously, like Jack was like, "Hey, we have a real big problem with oh, Jesus Christ, with uh go old right now," and they're like, "Bigger fish to fry. Excuse us, please don't bother us again with your silly little problems."
1: Yeah, that's why they call your problems. We have bigger problems.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to help, but uh, we're being ravaged. See ya. And, they, and now they get to find out what the ravaging is. All right, we're we'll plugged in everybody. I know we're all relieved. He yeah, me, and I'll get the charger. <sighs> <laughs> and that would be freestyle with Um There are stones for Jack to use to because uh, Thor's like, hey I left you some instructions on those stones over there. Keep in mind that Jack does not know how to use those stones. He just like clicks one over and looks out into it working.
1: Well, Jack is resourceful and he can figure stuff out, but yet he gets bored when uh, they talk about neutrinos.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Like in the previous episode.
0: He just gets bored. Like, he's like, he's like, there will be a murder on this show soon because I'm losing interest fast.
1: <laughs> like, I'm just saying, I'm neither a physicist nor an archaeologist. Like, I know a little bit about physics and archaeology and stuff. I'm not a theoretical physics, physicist, but if someone was, if I was on a military base, you know, that concentrates on going to other planets. I'd just soak up everything.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I can't wait to learn about this. Yeah, but that's why he doesn't date Sam, because Sam Sam would be like, I can't wait to learn about this. And obviously later in the episode, she's like, oh, well, it looks like it's my responsibility to watch all these videos. <laughs> exactly. I did not watch these videos. No, They're right? Jack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, I would be like, oh, cool. I would help you out, Sam. Just figuring out the decay rate of Naquita. What else can I do?
0: Mm. Seriously. But before that gets there, Jack radios down in, like, the... Uh,
1: um, the Asgard hologram thingy?
0: Hologram. Holograms down. Uh, he's like, I'll not be coming back because the only way to win is to blow up the ship. Which immediately, I'm like, that cannot be the only way to win because... If a replicator, it doesn't need to breathe. It could just float out in space until when until it floats to a satellite and eats the satellite.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whatever, not a good plan.
1: That's that set all enough in Toker thinking.
0: Mm-mm, no good. Uh, Sam and Teal sneak on board, even though Jack was like, don't you come on board because it's a death sentence. And I command you to not do that. And they're like, psych, showed up anyway. <laughs>
1: Hey, guys, don't come get me. Totally come get me.
0: Yeah, they'll be like, oh, okay, sir. You got it. Wink, wink. See you in a fucking minute. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, oh. It's okay. That's okay. I think you're allowed one. You're allowed one, I guess.
0: Don't worry. It won't be in there. Uh,
1: it's PG-13. You know, you're allowed one.
0: I- <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't blow up an Asgard ship. Uh, Oh, so first they shoot a replicator and it falls to pieces and then it just puts itself back together again. Uh, So that's going to come in not handy at all. Uh, And they're like, we're going to blow up the ship. And Thor's like, "Uh, you can't blow up an Asgard ship from the inside. Uh, We have special, you know, dampeners or whatever.
1: We have special dampeners and fail-safes, so it won't happen.
0: We have special, you can't blow us up weaponry and guards and stuff. And they're like, he's, and Jack's like, well, what did you think I was going to do when I got here? Like, you called me, guy who likes to blow stuff up. I thought you were like, hey, please come by and blow stuff up.
1: <laughs> blow this stuff, blow the ship up because we're in trouble. Like, what did you think was going to happen?
0: And now Sam's going to watch them stones. Yeah, because Thor's like, hey, I told you all about this on the stones. Do you know when you were watching the stones? And he was like,
1: uh, I didn't watch all of them.
0: Thor looked like, and I know it's just a puppet, but like Thor looked like he watched all of those damn stones. He didn't. All he retained like nothing, almost nothing.
1: How do like, you like? Did you quarter Like, did you Sarah Palin the stones? Did you really? Oh yeah, I watched all of them. Which good? ones? Uh, all of them. All of
0: them. Uh, so back on SGC, back on Earth. Uh, they're gonna call in Colin Cunningham for some reason. Yes. Which I mean happy. Major to see Davis. Him. Happy to
1: see him. Uh see, you know you you like Colin Cunningham from Stargate. I know Colin Cunningham, like really from Falling Skies.
0: Oh, that's funny, because when I saw him on Falling Skies, I was like, Oh my god, is that Davis from Stargate? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yes. Then I hassled See, him about that, his wig in real life. Like he wears a wig in Falling Skies and I was like every time oh, yeah, I meet him, I'm yeah. like, Are you sure that's a wig? He's like, I swear to God it's a wig. <laughs> <laughs> I like, it's
1: yeah, I mean it said. did look it, it did look pretty out of place though when I saw it. I was like, That's a wig. And well, then I said, saw it and was a Stargate and I'm like,
0: Yeah. I thought it was real. I thought the wig worked was pretty you thought,
1: good. Was, you thought it was really his hair?
0: Mm-hmm. I thought he grew it out. Yeah. But he didn't.
1: But I gotta well, say. But I gotta okay. say though, Noah Wiley is an action hero, I don't, I don't buy it.
0: I haven't seen the new, well, because I don't think it's out yet. Uh, Leverage, where Noah Wiley is going to be the lead. Well, yeah,
1: I, I don't know how that's going to work because I'm so used to uh, Timothy Hunt. But then after that story you told me, I'm like, I don't know. Capital <laughs> R. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yuck. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but I don't, like, maybe, I don't think he's replacing the character. I think, oh, Wiley's going to be a new character. New character? Oh, yeah. I don't think they're just recasting the same character and, like, pretending like they're the same guy. Like, one's tall and thin, one's, like, squat, short, and rapey.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm his long-lost half-brother. What?
0: (laughs) Right. So maybe he's, like, a friend of somebody's and whatever.
1: Oh, kinda of like how they when they replaced uh, Sophie for a bit. And they're like, right. hey, here's Jerry Ryan. It's Sophie's friend.
0: I love Jerry Ryan though.
1: Yeah, she was good. She was good a, a good replacement.
0: Uh Aldridge. What's his first name?
1: Aldridge? Um uh, uh, oh, What is this? Yeah. Aldridge. Oh sure I don't.
0: <sighs> Jesus,
1: but yeah, It took it Go took on. me a while to like leverage, though. It took me like because I saw the first season, I'm like oh, okay, this is good. It didn't get good for me until like midway through the second season.
0: Aldis, it's I I combined his name into one name. Oh, Aldis Hodge. Aldis Hodge, Aldridge. What am I doing? Yeah. My life? <laughs> so not knowing that answer. Oh, he's been getting a lot of playing movies lately. I'm happy to see him getting around, getting work. Mhm. Uh, I was into *Leverage* right away because that's my kind of thing. I love art and I love art heists. I recently watched a documentary about art heists. And uh or it wasn't about heists, it was about forgeries. I think him.
1: I saw the same documentary.
0: Like where like some they hired like a Chinese man to be doing like Jackson Pollock impersonation art or whatever. And they were like, "Check out all these like 16 new Pollocks we found and <laughs> and everybody was like, that didn't seem shady to anyone. To anyone. <laughs> he was famous Probably in his own time.
1: Listen, if you can sell it, you can sell it, man.
0: I don't know, because, I mean, yeah, but eventually caught doing all these frauds. No.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you like, honestly, you put enough pomp and circumstance to anything and people buy it.
0: Yeah, they, well, they bought it. They're done, though. Like, I watched that whole documentary, and I I am fascinated with it, and I love it. But I'm like, what about a pile of dummies? Because, like, if you say you found, like, even a Van Gogh, because there's, like, a small controversy with one of the sunflower paintings, whether or not it's authentic. But he wasn't famous in his own time, and he was, like, a weird alcoholic. So, like, maybe he didn't tell his sister or whatever about one of the sunflower paintings. Because usually you need proof. Usually the artist will like make a list of paintings that they made and when they made them and who they gave them to or sold them to or whatever. And Jackson Pollock, I mean, we're only talking like the 50s and 60s here, you know, like.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So what? Like that is now that is current times.
1: Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't famous.
0: Well, he was, though, like Jackson Pollock and uh, he was famous in his own time. So he had like a lengthy record of like all the paintings he made. So all these fakes that got out on the market, they were like, "I guess he just never wrote them down." What are you talking about? Write them down.
1: What? I don't know.
0: Anyway, I'm sorry. I got I got to swear off topic because I love art heists.
1: And uh, I always wanted to know. I one more thing. I always wanted to know how people get into that line of work where like you investigate stuff like that, like.
0: Oh, I like a that. nathan
1: ford kind of thing
0: you go you get a history an art history degree and a law degree because uh my niece wanted to do it uh which would have been more of like a white collar situation wanted to investigate art crimes that was nazi loot
1: oh that's interesting
0: it is but you do need your law degree and you need to live in canada because america does not investigate nazi stolen art
1: Really? I did not know that.
0: Me neither. It was wild. Because she spent all that time getting her art his- She's the only person I know that uses her art history degree. Uh, she's a librarian at the at the Library of Congress. That's awesome. I know. She's awesome. Gina Girl, you're awesome. You're not gonna listen to this because you don't watch no Stargate. But she looked into <laughs> doing uh, like art investigation like in a white collar way, and she was most interested in um, nazi plundered art and you had to move to canada and get a law degree and stuff like that and she was like wow that's, that's,
1: that's more, than fascinating. I'm gonna do. <laughs> more than i'm gonna do that's too much school i mean you could probably pick that up as a hobby and be like you know
0: i don't know if you can be like a hobby crime person
1: <laughs> no no not not actually do the crime just like do the research on it
0: i mean yeah i suppose so like if you want to write a like a lengthy book about about that she could probably do that maybe i'll email her that they like lenny yeah. thinks you should write a book about it do some research like how people write books about serial killers and get them caught like um the golden state that. all right back to the show oh i'm sorry everybody I really i really took a <laughs> uh, good ride there right
1: that was a journey but it was a fun <laughs> journey
0: i'm passionate uh the gang Talks to Thor for a bit more exposition about the replicators and what they're up to. And apparently they eat the ship and that's how they replicate. So like they consume the natural or raw materials,
1: the raw, the raw material and they, they convert it into replicator stuff,
0: the other replicators. So that's very, that's very interesting um, to have like a, not quite biological, but a biological imperative to replicate oneself. Uh, for a robot, that's pretty weird and neat.
1: Well, that's what they do with nanotechnology these days. This, mm. These days, that's the theory behind it. It's like you know, it's they go, they consume raw material, and they make more cells, and they you know, can, can, they use it to construct stuff. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's it's a, in a controlled environment. You know, they don't let it get out of hand, but whatever.
0: Whatever, Skynet. You never know. Sure. (laughs)
1: Right?
0: Mm -hmm. But, like, this will be fine. the
1: The guy, I'm pretty sure the people who engineered Skynet had good intentions.
0: Well, so did the people who designed the atomic bomb.
1: Well, that was more of a propaganda kind of war, kind of profiteering kind of thing. I got my own I got my own spiel on the atomic bomb. (laughs)
0: <laughs> they're like <laughs> nuclear energy is probably going to come in handy and uh, the u.s is like yeah sure will yeah, yeah. you're not
1: go- you sure you're not going to use this as for weaponry no <laughs> no my
0: name's colonel mayborn and definitely not <laughs>
1: <laughs> no oh
0: <laughs> Be like i won't do it again okay so the replicators are going to crash the ship into the atmosphere and take over the earth But not like take it over in that like like, wah-ha-ha way, like in that suck all your your resources dry, Independence Day aliens kind of way.
1: They're just going to consume.
0: Jack and Teal try to get uh, to the bridge because Sam's going to walk them through like Jurassic Park style. And uh, that doesn't go over because they open the door and they're like, yeah, not doing that. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah,
1: O'Neal says that. He's like, Forget that. <laughs> oh, well, so that was bad.
0: I guess, you know, gotta try to find out. <laughs> Even though Thor was like, they've overrun the bridge, and that's why we can't use the, the teleport thing or whatever. Like, steer the ship or do anything. And they're like, we'll go look for ourselves. How bad could it be? Just kidding, I'm out of here. Right? Uh, so they come back, and they're like, "When when not doing that. Sam's offering medical help to Thor and Thor's like don't put me into stasis yet I could be some help at some point because we're all gonna die anyway so it doesn't really matter so don't bother
1: yeah the Asgard are very direct
0: (laughs) yeah really and I love them uh Sam's like oh man since you can't blow it from the inside what about the outside like if we put the bomb on the outside of the ship would that work out and Thor's like that would work out
1: that would work yes
0: (laughs) Yes, back on the SGC, they moved it to Defcon three, and that's oh, oh, boy. What Colin Cunningham says, what Davis says, is that once it gets to Defcon two, we're just going to tell the world about the Stargate program and what's going on here. And I'm like, wow, that's quite a leap, man. What are you talking? Who's yeah. president at this time? They you all know, like toss it. Tell everybody, it's fine.
1: Fine, right, we're at Defcon three. All hope is lost.
0: Yeah, I'm like, take it easy. They didn't even do anything until DEFCON 1 war games. I mean, you guys even watch TV? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, Davis.
1: So uh, I love that's the master plan, though. Yeah. Let's just screw
0: everything. Screw everything. Just tell them all. So, so back on the ship, Teal's like, I'll go plant the bomb. I'm better at dealing with, like, radiation and radiation. other things like...
1: Yeah, remember last People week
0: what happened? He's like, I'm fine, everything's going great. He's like, You guys are flimsy. I'm just gonna go outside. These <laughs> squishy it. humans. Seriously. Uh Ed Jack's like say something and he says one small step for Jaffa. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop it, Till. He told a joke.
1: And he does he he does have a little moment when he like claps his helmet and he's like just be careful out there, man.
0: I know. He was like the long uh touch on the back of the spacesuit right. as he walks away. And I'm like <laughs> I'm like, Am I shipping the wrong two people here? Because
1: Jack <laughs> loves teal
0: because of the situation. So uh, a replicator starts eating through teal suit, which is horrible. <laughs> After he plants the bomb, yeah, of course. Bad. Like the bomb gets there, don't worry about that. Um and Jack tells him he's gotta push off so that Sam can transport him in and he pushes off and Sam's like he's going too slow and they're building a lot of uh, tension like
1: tension.
0: but like how much like pushing off how fast you want him to go it is still <laughs> and it's not taking too long it's taking exactly the right amount of time because if he pushes off like super hard like blow you across the universe hard then she's not going to be able to get him because he's going to be out of that yeah because Yes. The
1: inertia is just going to take him like out of range and he's going to keep floating Mm-mm. until he hits something and then that's it.
0: Because later in the episode, Sam's going to have all the patience in the world. Uh they go back to the SGC but he lives cuz he gets there and Sam beams him in and It's okay. Uh but Daniel's and, like And he's Tilk. still. Look. Yeah, really. He's still, and then he breathes and like Jack never been so happy. I'm like, how many times does this team just leave Jack in the dust to start raising kids on a farm somewhere?
1: <laughs> That's not even there for about 10 months.
0: You know? Like, come on. Jack's got a whole new life. Uh, he's got multiple lives that he can retire to at any time.
1: And let's just uproot him at, at, at like the apex of that relationship.
0: I tell you. Definitely still has that kid on that planet.
1: You think so? <laughs> <laughs>
0: for sure. Definitely does. Uh, Daniel says that he misses being there. I'm like, ah, Daniel, you have appendicitis, buddy. So, too bad. Hammond's like, you know how I feel. I'm like, Hammond, there is no way you wish you were on these missions. <laughs> 0% chance. Like, I know you go like... Go play with your...
1: go... go on. So go spend time with your grandkids, buddy.
0: Seriously. Like, he nutted up one time and went to, like, Rally speech or whatever.
1: <laughs> His propaganda speech. Come on. In disguise.
0: There was limited danger though. You know what I mean? I mean, he wasn't no like super danger. It wasn't like on a replicator ship or anything. I mean, settle it down, guys.
1: Right. I mean, this goes this this works within my theory though, that every time we see Hammond, it's a different universe. Hammond every time every adventure is a different universe.
0: Seriously. I'm like hang out with your best friend Daniel, you know, when you were dying to find yet last week, when he got sucked up by a Crystal Skull.
1: My very good friend Daniel.
0: Best friends forever. they have BFF BFFs yeah, and everything. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam sticks Thor in the stasis pod because uh, he's dying, and she's like, "All right, that's enough of that." And then she has an idea. They move it to As Sam Con Tends two. to do. I know Sam always got a good idea. Uh. She, I think she's the smartest one there I know Daniel's pretty smart but he ain't Sam smart
1: Yeah but Daniel's not a physicist I was about to say
0: mm. But as far as planning you don't have to be a physicist to come up with a good plan like beam up the gate that doesn't have to be a physicist no. idea
1: But it's like I always say Daniel can turn the machine on Sam knows how, the, how it works
0: mm. Daniel's like did you unplug it and plug it back in <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they're at DEFCON too, and they're they're about to tell somebody something, and yeah, because the alien ship is visible. Uh, but SG One, just at that moment, beams up the gate the gate itself, and Davis is like, "Right, hey, there's enough powerful one manual dial, probably." I'm like, "Oh, now you're <laughs> on side, buddy." Right. He's been like a right prick most of the time, up until just now.
1: Well, oh, he did say he spent most—he spent all his time reading about the Stargate project, so he would know.
0: He would know. Uh, so then Hammond calls up—I uh, don't know—Area Fifty-One, presumably—and says, "Get Gate B ready. Get that Antarctic gate on the move." So I guess maybe we right. get that back. The <laughs> last time they had to no. take it away from no, him. No,
1: but. But my thing is, why do you have to tell people that there's an alien ship above there? You can't just make up something like a weather balloon or something. It's a
0: bloody weather balloon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Or like, no, it's uh something. It's uh cloud gas or something. It's not be a spaceship. Like, oh. They do it for every other spaceship. Seriously.
0: Be like, yeah, it's a new passenger liner or whatever. Shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really?
0: It's Freedom Force One, now be quiet. <laughs>
1: That's right, they are doing a space force, aren't they?
0: Yeah, they call well, I called it Freedom Force because uh, they're still in like Freedom Fries mode probably at this at the time of making of this show.
1: Mm, the show. Hmm. Freedom Force.
0: Please. They get into the firefight with the replicators. And they're like, Sam, now. And she's like, No, we have to wait. wait. Of course. With these replicators all over the place. Uh, and then it's time. They send Thor through the gate, uh, bombs away. They burn up and land in the ocean. Uh, I, I know uh, they're like, oh, I hope SG one got out. And so, of course, they bloody did. It. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's SG one. It's not SG eleven. Seriously. Uh,
0: but then at the uh, at the closing shot, you see a replicator has survived. And to be. Considered.
1: Yep. And just fell.
0: What do you think of that? Just surviving uh,
1: replicator. Exactly. Uh, I think it has a part to play in the uh part two. Well, sure. Of... Yeah, but it was a good episode. I liked it.
0: Do you think SG One will survive?
1: Of course.
0: <laughs> oh, it's not even a question. I mean, I know uh just from experience that Daniel does a whole lot. But this ain't one of them times because he's hanging out with Hammond.
1: His BFF now.
0: I know. They are best friends forever. So.
1: Do you think like every mission, like when Hammond says no, because he's like, ah, is it because you fear for my safety? Because you're, you're my dearest friend. That's right. And he's like, shut up, Daniel. Daniel should say that every time. <laughs>
0: uh, how do you rate it?
1: Um, well, seeing that the episode isn't finished, I, for now, I give it like a three and a half.
0: Oh, looks cool. I gave it five stars because I was like so excited to see replicators, and Teal'c made a joke and it landed—a joke that landed.
1: Yeah, that you did.
0: Um,
1: but see, what, go on. No, but see, my my peak replicator moment is when you see them in Atlantis.
0: Oh
1: yeah, that was a weird angle
0: though with Weir. like I.
1: Oh, with Weir? Yeah. Just it
0: never sat with me well, like all that. Business, but whatever. What am I going to do about it? Not much, probably. I like uh I like the virtual doctor from Voyager on that show. Um, being being on Stargate's good. I'm good with
1: that. Oh uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> Roberto Ricardo. I don't know. What name
1: is. I'm so uh, bad at names.
0: Ricardo. Yeah, Ricardo. Good egg. Uh, I mm-hmm. saw the preview for the next episode. It's obviously more replicators.
1: More H D one.
0: Uh, I don't remember how it concludes, so I look forward to figuring that
1: out.
0: Uh, mm. Got anything you want to promote?
1: Oh, well, yeah. Uh, you like cakes, right? Yeah. And you like cookies and stuff?
0: Well, yeah, I'm not supposed to be eating those things, but yeah.
1: Well, I just asked if you like them. I didn't say if you were supposed to <laughs> eat them. I mean, well, if you do, my friend Fiorella has a baking company that she promotes online. And she has an Instagram. It's called at uh, bake underscore by dash Fiore on Instagram. And she bakes uh, cakes, cookies, uh, breads. If you like breads and a whole bunch of other stuff, um, she uh, she does live in Pennsylvania though, so she delivers to Lehigh Valley in Pennsylvania, and she goes as far as North Jersey, but. If you do want a cake, and you live in like New York or wherever it is you live, Connecticut, whatever, she will. She does have an email. It's uh, baked by Fiore, Fiore, at gmail.com. And if you email her and you see the cake you like on Instagram and you wanted to bake your cake, she can negotiate like shipping prices with you. So check it out.
0: That sounds great and delicious. Uh, listen to Last God Standing, my other podcast, and. Watch Auntie Donna. Listen to the Weekly Planet. Have some fun with your time.
1: All right. Uh, and Caravan of Garbage.
0: Caravan of Garbage on the YouTube's very funny stuff. Uh, I think their most recent one is Mortal Kombat in honor of uh, forthcoming Mortal Kombat, which I intend to watch.
1: Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I'll, oh, no, I'm no, not. Well, right let me put it then. this way. Let me put it this way. I'm not paying for it. Because I did see Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I call it slow motion. The movie,
0: slow motion. The movie. No, this. Uh, I mean, I I just like movies, so I'm like, this Mortal Kombat looks like it's going to be pretty good. I am pretty excited. I
1: Second. did also see. Uh, I did also see uh, Godzilla vs Kong. That I was like that it. was actually it was good. The sto- listen, it's not the greatest story. All right, and there's some real bad like inconsistencies <laughs> and like what the f moments but it like the fight scenes are really good they're really well done
0: maybe i'll watch that this weekend
1: see how it goes you will uh, be entertained
0: all right um all right other than that you can find us on twitter at zpm stargate find us on facebook at zpm stargate give us a little email zpm stargate at gmail.com uh leave us a review in your app Uh, I'd really appreciate uh, five stars is my favorite amount of stars if you're wondering and we will see you next week bye
1: bye